Simmons, is this the dagger? Welcome back to Liver Sports. My name is Nathan. Joined once again. I, I I don't even I I don't even know what to say anymore. Just like how to introduce you. You're just here every time. Like, yeah, I've taken over the Live for Sports podcast. I Joseph Augusti am commandeering the show. Eventually, it's just going to be me. For I will have deported Nathan back to his homeland of South Africa. But not not Surrey Surrey by the Sea, as Kevin calls Nanaimo. <laughs> Yeah, Nathan's was, one of those albino not, sapphire, so not bad, man. All right, well, Joseph, before we start, I'll give you. We'll I'll ask you how your week went. Joseph is on internship so far, so uh, I haven't got to see him. Yeah, Nathan's been crying himself to sleep because he misses yeah, me. Definitely, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's been it's been all right. Still getting working out the kinks, mm-hmm. but I've had a lot of time to not work, which is nice. Because seeing all the stress and like the slack. From it, classmates, it's been pretty amusing. It, it's remote, been, right? Yeah, I've, I've literally, what was this, my fourth day? So I guess I've done cumulative four hours of work. Damn. <laughs> well, four yeah. hours of like time on the clock. I've done probably like seven hours. Of I work. will say, yeah, this first week was a bit of a bit of a grind for everyone. I like, I thought I was doing bad because like my story was late. Um, Tuesday, like my Tuesday, Wednesday story was late. But there's been a few others who haven't posted. So I think everyone's struggling with it. So that's actually good to see that it's not just me um but anyways okay nfl wild card starts in t-minus i don't even know 20 30 something hours i don't know exactly third 40 40 hours i don't know gotta be something like that um we will go through wild card mainly we'll give a full good in-depth breakdown of each game follow it up by We'll go slowly over our other picks just because they're not for sure's, and then we'll get all the way to the Super Bowl, and then we will go to Pascal Siakam trade talks, and we'll touch on the OG trade as well. But Pascal mainly maybe Bill Belichick we'll... very briefly too. Yep, we could do that too. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah. Let's why don't why don't we start with this the coaching uh, carousel? I guess it's kind of like uh, you're. I don't know if you're a college football fan, but Nick Saban, he's the go to yeah, college I know, football. I know, I know, I know Nick Saban. Yeah. Go to college football, even though I'm not even the biggest follower. It's just like I everyone knows who Nick Saban is if you're a fan of football. Then you have Pete Carroll, mutual part ways or not mutual. He's hey hey, he won a Super Bowl. Lost one too. Shut up, Joseph. We don't need to talk about that. He won a Super Bowl. Was it was it his play call? The throw. Yes, I believe so. God. Anyway, moving Um, on. Pete Carroll, he is now into the front office, or not? He's an advisor. He's not going to be coaching next year. Yeah, and Bill Belichick um, and the Patriots have mutually agreed to part ways. Yeah, Pete Carroll's just earning a paycheck. I can't imagine he'll be doing much work for Seattle. No, I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets back into coaching. Like takes it maybe a year off and then gets back into coaching next year if there's a job opening that lines up nicely for him. I could really see it. I think he still wants to coach. That's kind of Chargers. what it seems like. No, no, he won't go Chargers. It'd be, yeah. it'd be interesting to see what happens in maybe 
Dallas and uh I guess the Eagles too. Like I've heard people talk about the Eagles being like, oh, second half struggles, Sirianni gonna be out the door next year. That would be uh, stupid. If the Cowboys struggle again, people think McCarthy could be out the door. McCarthy will be out the door if they lose. How deep do they have to go for him to not? If they lose the game, mm-hmm. let's say they lose their first game, he's done. Mm-hmm. I, well, I, 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 I could see that. I can get behind that. I will say, it's, they, yeah, it, it's yeah. really weird because it's like you wouldn't see the – you didn't think you would see the day where Pete Carroll's not the coach of Seattle, Belichick's not the coach of New England, and Saban's not the coach in Alabama, and yet all three of them happened in about a span of like 24 hours, not even, I think it was. I saw like a funny tweet where it was like, it's like those married couples who've been together for 80 years and then one of them dies and the other one like dies the next day because <laughs> they can't live without each other. That's actually pretty good. Enough. You like you ever seen the notebook? Uh, no. Ryan Gosling and uh, I know it. I know it, but I haven't seen Brian it. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Okay. Their characters like die like 20 minutes apart because they love each other so much. So it's like Romeo and Juliet. Well, no, because Romeo and Juliet is arguably the most overrated story in the history of the universe. <laughs> Like, bro, they had horses, right? Yeah, They're, I think so. it was like what fifteen something. Just hop the fence and go. It's Italy, <laughs> man, not Ubikistan. <laughs> like, like, just get a fence, change your name to Jim Bob and Mariette or whatever <laughs> the, the names were back then, and go live a life, have some fun. Like, God, it wasn't. Oh my God, Joseph is not a Shakespeare fan. Confirm. I hate okay, Nathan. I can't even say to you how much I hate Shakespeare. <laughs> I can appreciate it for its time when everyone was like inbred and all related to each other, so their brains were all screwed up. But my God, looking back, like some of the some of the stuff, like never mind the fact that I can't read it, like it doesn't make sense to me. That yeah. some of it is just so dumb, just so dumb. But whatever, he was a genius at the time. But he's been dead for four hundred years. Time to move on. It's it's amazing how his work is like still alive today. I guess I don't know. Like right, like that, that just seems weird. How it's survived this long, but anyways, Bad. we'll start with playoff predictions. Do you want? We'll do. We'll start in the AFC first. We'll Just go... quickly, I wanted to say, speaking of overrated, okay. Uh, Bill Belichick, now that he's gone, uh, but I think in my this probably isn't an unpopular opinion, but what a Tom Brady merchant that guy was. It, it's it's crazy how everyone just... said Brady was the merchant, and then Brady won a Super Bowl, and then yeah. to be fair, he did take a he did get the Patriots to the playoffs next the next year as well, but. Sure, but like Cam Newton still had something in him that year. He wasn't as washed up as he would be like in the in the next couple of years. But like after, oh, I think I'd give. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it went Cam Newton. Yeah. For a year, and then it went Mac Jones. Mac Jones playoffs. Okay, so they didn't make it the year right, year right after. Yeah, and like after like two thousand five, outside of like the Rams Super Bowl, which was like the worst football game I've seen in my life. It was like thirteen to three. Yeah, it was it was, it was Brady carrying him. Like everyone forgets like the 28 to 3 game. Yeah. Bill Belichick's vaunted defense gave up like 28 points early in the third like it was early in the third quarter and it was 28 to 3. That okay, ain't to be to be fair, that Atlanta offense was deadly. Like that was one like that was a great offense. Then Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, he got old. He lost his arm. Happened to every quarterback. Lost his arm. Reverse Lieutenant Dan. Anyways, playoff predictions. We'll start in the AFC. I think we start with Bills, Steelers, 2-7. Um, 
Hold on, we I can go. We can go uh, preview this up. This one's going to be a fun game. I I can't wait to see like what the weather's going to be. Because yeah, I've is it, heard... is it supposed to snow? It might. Well, I don't know if it's supposed to snow, but I think it's supposed to be like minus thirty. There's a huge like there's a huge cold front like everywhere right now. Yeah, it's, like, it's hitting here. It's hitting in the states. Like what what's going yeah. on? Uh, global warming, you frauds! Uh, <laughs> uh, Tinfoil hat. Uh, but yeah, uh, this game it's going to be fun. This is a bit. I think if um, the Bills lose, it's the end of the Sean McDermott era. Like they've had a nice hot streak to end the year, but they've everyone I'd say on that team has fallen short of expectations. Josh Allen has he's thrown a lot of picks, but, but he's I, still he's throwing a lot of touchdowns and throws. Like yeah, well, it won't matter if they lose it to Mitch, okay. Tr- not Mitch Trubisky. It's or, Mason Rudolph. Uh, yeah, Mason Rudolph. Like, God, Mason Mason Rudolph. What has he even done in the league besides get, like, knocked unconscious, like, four times? But, anyway, Josh Allen's had a mediocre – not mediocre. He's had a, probably a season that didn't match his expectations. Stephon Diggs, the most noteworthy thing I remember him doing is his brother saying he should be traded out of Buffalo. They don't have a running game because Josh Allen thinks he's a running no, back. No, 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 no. Their running game has been coming along the last couple of Yeah, weeks. but Josh Allen thinks he's a running back, Nathan. That's the problem. Dalvin like, Cook has been good. James or not Cook. Calvin Cook, sorry, James Cook. Yeah, he he's good. He's good, but Josh Allen just quit running the ball, man. You, you the, ain't the, you the ain't. last the last few weeks of the season, they stopped relying on Josh Allen's arms as much and they started running the ball. It was ever once they fired their OC, I believe. Like kind of after that, then they started to develop a run game and it kind of benefited Allen a little bit. Like yeah. what was it? A game that he threw for a hundred under a hundred yards one game and they blew out Dallas, I think it was. Yeah, uh, but speaking of the Bills, I don't think I've heard, like, a funnier clip, or not clip, quote, than Sean McDermott, like, comparing efficiency to, like, Al-Qaeda. Do you remember that? Remember, he, he was like... Oh, oh, I, oh I've heard, yeah, yeah I remember like, oh, You know what we gotta be like? We gotta be like Al-Qaeda, September 11, 2001, because they were so well-coordinated. Everything worked for them. That's paraphrasing, obviously. But, like, he was, like, praising Al-Qaeda <laughs> for their togetherness and their planning. Like, what the fuck? You play in New York, man. Like, <laughs> Jesus. But, anyway, like, the Bills, this is... You could say their window is starting to shut, because Allen's getting more expensive, no one knows where Stefan Diggs heads at. He's already engineered his way out of one city. Easy to make it to. It's not like Buffalo isn't isn't a super attractive destination, mm-hmm. geography wise. But yeah, I, I do expect the Bills to win though. I don't trust Mason Rudolph. Yeah, I'm there with you. Um the Bills have looked very, very strong. Besides that Miami game, they honestly didn't look that strong. I think it just I think Miami was just really banged up and that's kind of what killed them. Injuries obviously aren't an excuse, but like, I don't know. Kind of seemed like it. Um, I do think if Miami's a bit more healthy, they're probably winning that game. They were without Waddle. They were without Mostert. They were without Bradley Chubb on defense. I know. Um, bunch of injuries uh, on their defensive side too. I know. Uh, who's the one guy who tore his Achilles earlier in the year? I forget who. But was they it, got a, they got they got a crap ton of injuries. Nope, not him, but he might have been hurt, or he's been hurt. Yeah. Um, they got they had like Eli Apple playing last game, so oh god, we're toast. Um, but anyways, Bills found a way, got it done, claimed up two seed, very nice for them, and I think, I do think they're getting by. I don't trust the Steelers. The Steelers' offense, like surprisingly, has been good with Mason Rudolph. Like, 
and not Kenny Pickett. Like they're, they're moving on from Kenny Pickett this offseason. There's no way. If they're succeeding with Mason I mean, Rudolph and they can't succeed with Kenny Pickett, he's gone. It's only been two years. But he just he has 13 passing touchdowns in his career, I think it is. In two years. Man, they're not a very good team around him. He, he same, good around he him, got, if you ask me. He got Randy Moss playing with him. He's got George I know Pickens, Pickens he's got Deontay Johnson. Doesn't have a running uh, game. Allen Robbins, Najee Harris, and Jalen Najee Warren. Harris isn't good. Najee Harris isn't no. very good, but Jalen Warren's pretty good. And they actually have looked – they looked like, at least in the Seattle game, they torched Seattle. But that's not hard to do. Our run defense was awful down the stretch. Um, so, but I think the key thing is TJ Watt is out for this game, not playing. Hard and soul of the Steelers defense. Is it him We're that's all... racist or is that Max Crosby? The racist? Yeah. That's Nick Bosa, actually. Oh, close enough. Yeah. Maybe Crosby is too. I'm not going to answer that, but like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think really this game is going to be closer than almost what people expect. Um, and the weather could definitely play an issue. I'm going to say it's like a 24 to like maybe 18 game. Like it's going to be close-ish. It's going to yeah, be within a score, I believe. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game at all. We'll see no, if they can even pass the ball properly. But yeah, I have the Bills winning this one and advancing. Yeah, me too. Dolphins, Chiefs. This should be the fun one because apparently it's like a negative 30 wind chill like Fahrenheit down there. <laughs> My God. Negative 30. And th- these players, these guys are used to playing in Miami. Oh, yeah. Miami's Don't even get coast. to 15 down there. Yeah, this is the Chiefs for me. I realize they've been out of sync for a lot of the year. Maybe it's a Taylor Swift curse. But it's this is one of those where the weather tilts it for me big time because Kansas City I mean it's not known for being super cold but at least it's not like they're not they're not playing in Miami where it's always warm like the Kansas City players are going to have some level of acclimatization or acclimatization where the Dolphins aren't going to have any and they got championship pedigree like Tua took, uh, turned the ball over has uh, he hasn't won anything in the league he hasn't won anything except for like the Jazz Hands competition when he concusses himself maybe that was a little too far it's probably too far. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like, like the, I know they have Tyree Kill and he's won championships, but uh, I don't know, man. Mike McDaniel's so corny. And I love Mike McDaniel, one of my favorite coaches in the league, to be honest. Yeah, I, I'm just re- relying on Patrick Mahomes to do his run around sidearm bullshit. Travis Kelsey, seven catches, 130 yards, and two touchdowns. And then like Kadarius Tony, two catches, 60 yards, a touchdown. Fumble, Don't forget two drops, two drops, yeah, and one goes for the NIND. An offsides, a boneheaded play, a spaz on the sideline. Oh, and a punt return for a touchdown. <laughs> Sounds like a typical Kadarius Tony game. Yeah, so I'm expecting probably about a 20 to 10 victory for Kansas City. Uh, once again, yeah, I'm going to say it's going to be a little scoring. I am also leading Kansas City. I just, who's going to bet against Patrick Mahomes at home in the playoffs? Like, it just doesn't seem like a good thing to do. Um, it's it's really gonna be tough. The Dolphins' offense is all about like kind of their timing and their rhythm, and that helps get their speed. And I think it's gonna be really really tough to do that in this cold weather. Potential snow too, I'm pretty sure, but I doubt it's gonna be snow. I feel like it's just gonna be extremely cold. Um, I don't know. I haven't looked at the weather report for that game, but I just know it's cold. Don't know if it's gonna snow, but 
I would I'm I'm worried for the Dolphins and this is a really bad draw for them. Like if they had been the if they had dropped to the five seed, pretty good draw. You know, you get Houston, but you drop to six and you're playing Kansas City. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. And yeah, I'm not gonna bet against Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey in Arrowhead. I'll say like a probably Donna another list. Honestly, I'm gonna say it's probably like a twenty to twenty to sixteen game. That's what I'll say. Yeah, true. I mean, I'm just hoping. Oh God, please, Chiefs don't win the Super Bowl this year. God, just just not even just because they've won a few times and Patrick Mahomes. He pissed me off a lot this year with his whining about the refs. Yeah, and I don't find Travis Kelsey particularly funny, even though a lot of people do. But God, please, I I don't think I could take this the onslaught of Taylor Swift and the Swifty stuff. Oh my too. God, it, actually, that'd be I never even thought of that this year. It's yeah. Oh my God, like, like please, 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 please. There'd we be a whole like Taylor Swift she's super. There'd be a there'd be a whole trilogy like movie series about Travis Kelsey winning the Super Bowl, probably. My God. Please, 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 football Jesus, don't do this to us. Please. So we, we both got, we're two for two in picks. Okay, Browns and Texans. All right, Nathan. There's no team. I've, I've, I've crossed the Ohio boundary, and I am, I've abandoned my Bengals because they missed the playoffs. And I am a full-on Browns bandwagoner, just like I was in 2014 when they drafted Johnny Manziel. You know what? I said before this year, too, or before, the, well, once the Seahawks got knocked out, I announced my bandwagon team immediately, too. Yep. It was the Cleveland Browns who I'm rolling yep. with, so. Like, avoiding all the Joe Flacco stuff for a minute, is there a fan base in, like, sports that deserves to be happy more than the Browns? All the shit they've dealt with. The Lions have been pretty bad. Come on, man. They weren't playing, they weren't playing, uh, you know who the best quarterback in Cleveland Browns franchise history is? The new ones? The new, uh, the new Browns in 1999 exception. I can't name no. It's Baker Mayfield. Oh yeah, actually no, I'm right. It yeah, would be. And you know who number two is? It's not Johnny Manziel. It's Brian Hoyer. Yep, that also checks out. <laughs> like they haven't, they haven't done anything, my man. The, 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 the most pathetic franchise in like the history of North American professional sports since the turn of the century is the Cleveland Browns. They deserve to be happy. I love Joe Flacco. I love the story. He's an elite quarterback. Um, I honestly, I barely know anything about the Browns as in in general. I know they got Kevin Stefanski as the coach. He's pretty cool. They got Kareem Hunt, who could probably be a punter in the CFL. Um, but man, like God, like like I want Joe Flacco to win and then just never play football again. Go out like that, or just break some like arena league records or some shit. But end your NFL career with winning a Super Bowl. That'd be so cool. But anyway, prediction. The Browns. Okay. I want the Browns to win. I'm being biased because Houston is objectively a better team, in my opinion. Really? Ooh. Yeah. I really like I like CJ Stroud a lot. So do I. But I don't think the defense is quite there yet. I really like the Browns' defense. We'll see. Um, I'd like the Browns to win, and I think the Browns will win. This will be a this will be a shootout. This will be like a forty to thirty six. 37 game. Okay. Okay. Um I I really think whoever comes out of this matchup has a really good chance to make a sneaky run. Like it just I I could definitely see this this game's winner 
because we both have it. They'd play the Ravens in the next round. I could see them taking out the Ravens, both teams. Just sneaky, sneaky team like that nobody talks about, and then they just go on a run. Like I'm, I'm getting, to be honest, I'm getting Cincinnati Bengals Super Bowl run vibes with the Texans. Hmm. Young QB looking like going to be a stud in this league. Good young receivers beside I don't beside him, I guess. Yeah, beside him. Defense is still a little questionable. O-line is a little bit questionable too, but I don't know. That's what the rookie head coach. Well, I don't think Zach Taylor was a rookie head coach, but. No, he was. Second year, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, second or third, but he had like nothing but shitty records the first. Yeah, first. so I don't, I don't know. That's just the kind of vibe I'm getting around them. Uh, as for Cleveland, yes. I like, okay, you know what? It'd actually be really funny. So I know this already happened in the year, but remember the guy, I think it was the Giants on Sunday Night Football. They were in Buffalo. That's who they were playing. The Giants signed this offensive lineman and he was starting for them because like they had so many injuries. Like I sent, think they signed him off the practice squad like, I don't know, a week ago or they signed him to the practice squad like a week before, played him. And then they were doing the Sunday Night Football like player intros and he's like, says his name and he's like, straight off the couch. I want yeah, Joe yeah. Flacco to do this so <laughs> bad because it'd be so funny and it just honestly makes sense. But I don't think they'll get those intros in that game. But I do think the Brown. It's weird how the Browns' offense is better with Joe Flacco than Deshaun Watson. Imagine saying that a couple of years ago, and you'd be called like a lunatic. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's a bigger gulf in likability between two quarterbacks, <laughs> Joe Flacco and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. It's, like, it's oh, and also it would be an interesting storyline if Deshaun Watson was playing against. I, I I made that connection too. I was like, man, I really I, I really wish Deshaun Watson was playing in this game strictly for this him back in Houston storyline. But yeah, but no, I I want the Browns to win, and I think they'll win. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna roll with the Browns too. I like their defense too much, and I think they can give Stroud a little bit of a fit in the game, like not a small, not a large one, but just like enough where I think they can pull away. Um, and they've also played earlier in the year. Desh- uh, Stroud didn't play because he was concussed for two weeks. Uh, I think it was 36-22 Texans. And this was the Amari Cooper, like, go-nuclear game that they played. Yeah. Um, I'm going to roll with the Browns. I'm going to say 34-26. All right. Joe Flacco, 350 yards, four touchdowns, two picks. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to NFC now. Uh, we'll go 2-7. Cowboys-Packers rivalry game. Hold on, Cowboys-Packers. Yeah, yeah, this is this will be the Cowboys. Um, I like Jordan Love. I certainly don't love him. Ah, unintentional pun. Ha, ha, ha. I'm but, yeah, he, he's a good quarterback. I think he's got a nice future. I think he's um, just even as a person, he's way more likable than Aaron Rodgers. And he's got talents. He's got – he's a good player. And the Packers are, I'd say, the epitome of a, of a slightly above average team. The problem with that is the Cowboys are an elite team. They have an elite quarterback, elite receivers, elite running back. Are uh, one Pollard of the was pretty meh this year. I like Pollard. I like Tony Pollard. But he's he's so much meh this year. <laughs> we'll see. Um, and they have one of the best defensive players in the game in Micah Parsons. Um, he can light up. He can 
he's one of those explosive players that can change a game in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Micah Parsons. And um what's who's that uh old lineman on the Packers? David Bakhtiari, he's getting pretty old. <laughs> like is he gonna be able to handle Micah Parsons? I don't know. I don't know. Is I think this still is still around on the Packers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Um but anyway, this is the first blowout for me. I think the Cowboys are winning this game twenty seven to three. Whoa. I think, I think they're breaking the Cowboy curse. Because, You're giving the Packers three points. Yeah, this is this is going to be one of those where D- Dak Prescott throws like for 500 yards, four touchdowns, and then the next week he throws for 133 yards and two picks. No, oh, Bakhtiari is still there. Oh no, Bakhtiari's on the IR though. Okay, well, they're going to be playing some backup tackle against Michael Michael Parsons. He's been out for a while, Bakhtiari, like whole year basically. Yeah, but I expect the Cowboys to win and to win handily. They're they might be the most complete team in the NFC outside of the 49ers. And I expect I expect them to win. I don't expect them to win the Super Bowl, though, because they're the Cowboys. And they can't do it. Um, So this is, I believe, the fourth year of the seven versus two matchups. Maybe fifth? Maybe. Uh, either or, I believe. But yeah, no no seven seed has knocked off a two seed um, before. Like, it's almost like a meaningless game. If I were to pick an upset, it would be this year, and I think it would be the Packers over the Cowboys. Am I doing that? No, I'm gonna roll with the Cowboys. I I'm I'm not gonna pick against the that seven versus two upset until probably it happens, and I might start to pick it. Um, Cowboys offense, yes, it's elite. Prescott's elite. Ceedee Lamb is a seat elite. Brandon Cooks as a wide receiver too. I call it elite ish. Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup wide receiver three. That guy is always injured though. Uh, Jake Ferguson looks like he's going to be a really nice tight end in this league. Uh, Pollard, pretty mid-year from Pollard based off expectations, but still good. Their defense, yes, it's good-ish. They have they get torched occasionally, though. Like, they blow teams out, and then they get torched. So it's really weird, their defense. Um, I do really like the Packers, though. Uh, Jordan Love, honest. Like I hate how the Packers keep getting good quarterbacks, but they're getting another good quarterback. Jordan Love is going. Jordan Love is like top fifteen quarterback in the league already, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's he might right. jump to ten eventually, but probably in the I, Kirk Cousins range. Yep, that's. I I think I was kind of looking at my rankings, and I'm like, okay, where do I want to move these guys up to? Because I had, I had like a seven guys, I think, at the bottom of my list, where I'm just like, okay. I can't rank you because I don't I haven't seen enough from you and uh Love was one of them, Purdy was another. The rookie quarterbacks coming in were, were two others and then I think I don't know who the others were, but Derek Carr? No, I had seen enough from them. Hmm. Like young young guys. It might have been second years. I'm trying to think who the second year quarterbacks were. Mac Jones? No, Kenny Pickett, right? Maybe. Yeah, he's second year. Yeah. Maybe it was him, and then I don't know who the other one was, but anyways, uh, really like Love. Their wide receivers have upside-ish. I don't know if there's a true like alpha number one out of their receivers right now, but and I don't know if there's the potential necessarily to say, but maybe Christian Watson. He's just too injured all the time. Like he, He's always got a hamstring issue. Packers defense is a little suspect too, though. They're I 
Packers fans hate their defense coordinator. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, if I, I don't think this is going to be a blowout ish. I think the, I think it's going to actually be pretty high scoring. Um, this might be my shootout game of sorts. I'm going to roll with Green, no, Cowboys 37, Green Bay 31. We're going to get a playoff classic between the Cowboys and Packers again. Interesting. I think this will be a classic for the wrong reasons. Okay. I think this is the game where Dak Prescott asserts himself and has a signature playoff game, which he hasn't had yet. Let's go 3-6 is, oh, this is the best game of the week. Rams at Lions. Yeah, this is exciting. I'm looking forward to this one. Um, probably the most compelling matchup, in my opinion, of in the playoffs as mm-hmm. a whole. I I think, one, I love Darren Cam. I love him. He's my man. He's my guy. Uh, he's probably my favorite coach in the league, just based off of personality. I don't care how good of a coach in terms of X's and O's is. I just love him. He's so funny. He's such a meathead. I love it. And I and I like Jared Goff. I was always a Jared Jared Goff guy. I mean, he was. I didn't think he was that bad. In, St. Louis, Los Angeles. I always thought there, there were more problems around him. Like people forget he led the Rams to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for Bill Belichick pulling off like a miraculous defensive performance, he would have a Super Bowl ring by now. But he's found he fell out of favor there and he's found a home in Detroit. And this is probably just another boring pick. I feel like I've gone um <laughs> with the favorite every time here, as both of us have. But this is going to be a Detroit victory. There's too much emotion built up for them not to win for me. What an unsuccessful franchise, their whole existence, essentially. Like, but now the crowd's going to be rocking. It's going to be full in Detroit, in Ford Field, closed stadium, so you don't need to worry about the weather. Jared Goff is great. I like Jameer Gibbs a lot, Jameson Williams. I think Amon Ross and Brown might just be the most underrated player in the whole. Ah, uh, no, he's, he's not underrated anymore. Everyone knows who he's Amon Ross is. He's in a Pro Bowl. Didn't make Pro Bowl. Yes, he he's did. underrated. Yes, he did, didn't he? He did. Who did who's the receivers? It wasn't Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, he didn't make the Pro Bowl. He had like fifteen hundred yards and didn't make the Pro Bowl. But yeah, um Detroit victory. This will be a good game. Yeah, now I'm be... actually curious here. I'll put my score prediction. I say thirty one twenty eight for the Detroit Lions over the former St. Louis Rams. They should have a team, by the way. Damn, Roger Goodell stealing. Okay, CD Lamb, you have to give it to AJ Brown. Struggled in the second half, but you still have to give it to him. I think you have to do anything. Ramon Ross St. Brown had like fifteen hundred yards. Mike Evans, I can understand. He was very good this year. I, I don't know if I agree with Puka. It's really close, but. Most historic rookie wide receiver season in franchise in league history, and that's with some insane rookie wide receiver performances in recent history. Like Jamar Chase was really good. I believe Jefferson was really solid as well. Or Jefferson was wasn't he really he close? Was yeah, he was really really good. Now I remember. Um, so I kind of think you kind of got to give it to Puka. If anything, you take out AJ Brown. As much as it's weird to say, he was not good in the second half. Like he just wasn't. Um, ever since I believe their that Chiefs game, he kind of just or no the bye week I think for them because Chiefs week was game was after and he had like one catch. Um, I yeah I love this matchup though. Um, 
Detroit finally gets their home playoff game, and it's against the guy that was supposed to be their savior in Matt Stafford. He was um, never the problem. No, he wasn't. Yeah. He lived up to expectations. Yeah. Him and um, Calvin Johnson were the only two players worth a damn on that team. Yeah. It, it's great. It's such a good matchup. Might be – like the script writers were going crazy this year. <laughs> I'd imagine if Deshaun was playing Deshaun back in Houston, script writers going crazy. Tyreek returning to Arrowhead, script going crazy. Bills, Steelers, whatever, but uh, Cowboys, Cowboys, Packers, yeah, really good, good story. Well. By God, uh, the Chiefs have signed Taylor Swift to a one a one day contract. Anyway, I I think the Rams. I man, I I'm pissed that I didn't pick the Rams to make the playoffs beginning of the year. I was thinking about it. I'm just like, like I think I picked them to go five and twelve, but I'm just like I was thinking about it. I'm just like, man. The Rams are just gonna like surprise everyone and be good. Like just all of a sudden. Like I, I know they're talking about how they're gonna be shit, but McVay's just gonna pull something out of his ass and they're gonna be good. I just got a feeling, but I just didn't want to trust it, and I should have. Um what really hurts is that the Seahawks lost to them twice this year. One was a blowout, one was off a missed field goal. And if that missed field goal went in, the Rams would be out of the playoffs and the Seahawks would be in this spot. And Pete Carroll would have a job. Still, Probably. for the for the meantime. Um, best matchup though. Lions offense is deadly. Ben Johnson's gonna get a head coaching job when the playoffs are done. Oh yeah, I don't know. White offensive coordinator. He should have it yesterday. They he should have had that. it last year, but he, I think he declined to do it, yeah. and now he's doing it. Um, there's nothing the NFL loves more than a white offensive coordinator <laughs> for head coaches. Um, Dan Especially Campbell. Do, Dan Campbell, I do like as a head coach, although he's a little bit too much at times. Um. I worry about Detroit's defense in this game, if anything. there it's It's been shaky at times. I don't know if I like it enough. I don't know. Um, Rams got stars on both sides of the ball still. Aaron Donald's still very good. I don't know if he's best de- defensive tackle in the game anymore. I might give that to Chris Jones, but still Aaron Donald. You got to respect him. Man, I'm sorry. I'm going I'm going Rams. Rams are Rams are being, going into Detroit. I didn't, like, it, it's... The guy who's supposed to save them is gonna break their hearts in their first playoff game. I think he gets booed. No. No. Yeah. There's no way. No. I can't cannot see it. Is it's his first time back, right? Yeah. As far as I know. Yeah. That'd be like Colts fans booing Andrew Luck. I know they did boo Andrew Luck when he left, but like not not very much not the problem. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know. I got a, I got a feeling. Um, All right. Well, I, I, think... I like it. I'm gonna say Rams thirty, Lions twenty. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll see. And we will move. Conclude. Uh, yeah. Well, we got time. We'll speed run this last yeah. one. We'll we'll conclude with Is this one I... Eagles and Bucks. Well, I wonder who's going to win this game. Philadelphia you Eagles. You They're going to dog pick. walk. They're going to dog walk Baker Mayfield. Dude, Baker's been good this year. Yeah, well, he's. It ain't happening here, Nathan. It ain't happening. Jalen Hurts is going to do his run around Michael Vick crap, and the tush push, and AJ Brown. Or I wonder is AJ Brown going to play? Because I know he was hurt in the last mm-hmm. game. I think he is. I'm pretty sure he's available. But pull this up. Hold on. 
the the Eagles are going to win. It's not going to be close. It's going to be 27 to like 14, I would say. Baker Mayfield's going to have a good game. He's going to Mike Evans will play well. But that's the the Tampa Bay window closed with Tom Brady in his exit. Mm-hmm. And you know, Baker Mayfield had a nice year. Good for him. Um, congratulations on being the 14th best quarterback in the league. That's your that's what you're going to be for probably the rest of your career. You'll make a lot of money and you'll bounce around a little bit. But hey, it wasn't looking good for him in Cleveland and he's managed to turn around. But yeah, Philadelphia, not going to be incredibly difficult for them to beat Tampa Bay. 27 to 14, Philadelphia wins, setting up a very interesting matchup with the San Francisco 49ers in the next round. Uh, we. There was no A.J. Brown at practice Thursday, so today. He'll play. Even if he's limited, he'll play. Um, I was looking at this, and I'm think, like, I, I'm still an Eagles believer a little bit. Um, I, yeah, and it's like, I was thinking about picking the Bucs. I, my original pick was Eagles, but I, and I was thinking about it, I'm like, man, I might go Bucks here. Like, I, but I just can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. Um, it does give me flashbacks to Baker Mayfield and the Browns in 2019, I believe, or 2020 when the Steelers went. Was it COVID year? No, it was 19, I'm pretty sure. I thought it was COVID year. No, COVID year was. Hold on, what's your example? Um, When Mayfield. No, it was COVID year. There's no way it wasn't. Um, They went into Pittsburgh, played them in the playoffs. And Pittsburgh was eleven and zero to start the year, and then they lost like five of their last six, and then okay. and then lost in a blowout to Cleveland. They just give me similar vibes. Like Baker might do it again. I don't know because Eagles are struggling coming in, but I'm not going to pick against them. I'm going the Eagles. I don't really want to explain too much because we do have a minute left before we get booted out of this call. Um, I will say. But actually, one thing I will say, Jalen Hurts has a finger issue on his throwing hand. Concerns me a little bit. Could be run heavy for the Eagles, which the Bucs could potentially stop, but I'm still going to roll with them. Uh, I'm going to take Eagles by a score of 26 to 13. I was thinking 27-14, but you said it already, so we'll go 26-13. Another W for me. Second round, divisional round. So we have the same AFC side, so let's go to that. And then I think it's going to work out the same on the... Yeah, I said... Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. On the You said something different somewhere. Yeah, I said Lions. You said uh, Rams. Yeah. Um. So let's go Steelers... Or not, sorry. Bills, Chiefs. Two versus three. All right, Nathan Miller. This is going to be... The Buffalo Bills over the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I like and you know it. Why? I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say the Chiefs are gonna be whooping their ass all game. What Josh Allen's gonna do is Josh Allen bullshit to keep it close, and then late in the game, the Chiefs are gonna be driving down the field. They'll probably be losing by a few points. They're a field goal game. They need a touchdown and they win. Patrick Mahomes heaves it down the field. And what's his name? Kadarius Tony is there, and he and he makes and he goes up to make the catch, and the ball hits him squarely in the face, and Demar Hamlin picks it off, 
Jamar Hamlin picks it off because first he, defensive player that came to my mind. Uh, and then some Bills player will pick it off, and that'll be the game. It's gonna be close as hell, but just as they have all season, the Kansas City wide receivers are gonna let Patrick Mahomes down. Travis Kelsey can't do it all by himself. He's getting up there. He's settling down. He's gonna be having little Taylor Swift juniors coming up in the next couple of years. Just kidding. No, they're not. This is way blown out of promotion proportion. They're not doing anything besides having sex. People, come on. Like let's let's get let's get let's be real here. This is pretty. Ca- this is on the DL, as the kids say. Pretty cash. Yeah, but I, don't know. I think it's pretty cash. I think they're. I think they. There's no rings coming out here anytime soon. Maybe. I think the fact that he went to Brazil to see her perform, basically, like went on tour. I don't know. I think I don't think it's cash. Well, okay, they're 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 not getting married just yet. I think people need to pump the brakes a little bit. But anyway, Bills winning twenty to seventeen. With actually, I want uh, I want to piggyback off that. I found it hilarious how Swifties were speculating that he was gonna throw a surprise party for her. And then for her birthday, and then proposed to her. It's like, dude, they've uh, been together since August. I think it's been. This hasn't been. I haven't seen people more delusional since like me sliding into Jenna Ortega's DMs last December or two <laughs> December's ago. Like my God, like, like let it go. She don't know you. She don't know you, Swifties. She may say thanks to the fans, but she don't know you. Mm-hmm. She don't know these Taylor Swift fan accounts on Instagram. She don't know you. But yeah. 2017, Josh Allen will throw a couple picks. We'll make a couple cool plays. We'll be close to the end, and the Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers will let Mahomes down. Bills win. I think, I think the fact that the Chief, we've never seen the Chiefs on the road in the playoffs, not to say that they can't win, but it's not their year. Like, No, they haven't. They've been at Arrowhead every Super time. Bowl. Besides Super Bowl, yep. Yeah. And, yeah, I... I it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, it's not going to be like the main reason they lose, but I just like their offense is not the same. Clearly, they need to go get a wide receiver because Kelsey getting up there. Um, and I think it's going to show in this game, and it, the Chiefs season is going to end because their wide, wide receivers can't make a play. Uh, yep. It will be a Buffalo, Buffalo AFC championship game again, and Kansas City will be not there hosting for the first time since Prima Holmes. It's the Alex Smith days. Yep. And then we will go to Ravens and Brownies. Right, next. Ah, this is tough. This is tough. Mm-hmm. My heart wants me to say the Cleveland Browns. Desperately. My brain says the Ravens. But fuck my brain. I'm saying the Browns. The Browns are winning. Joe Flacco, the elite quarterback, is going to go into his old stomping grounds of of Baltimore and his protege, Lamar Jackson, and his old head coach in the less cool Harbaugh. And he's going to go in there and he's going to win. And he's he's going to throw four picks, or not four picks, four touchdowns and two interceptions, 330 yards. Yep. Yep. He's going to do the same thing he always does, make a couple boneheaded plays and do some grandpa throw that somehow works to Amari Cooper. And they're going to win. It's going to be 40 to 33 with Joe Flacco doing some Joe Flacco bullshit. And they're going to the conference championship. As much as I would love to pick the Browns. I have said long for a long time, the Ravens are the best team in the NFL. 
Mm. I, I've, I've been standing by that. Basically, mainly because I'm a Niners hater. I hate the Niners, so I will never call them the best team in the NFL. Unless they go undefeated, then I will call them the best team in the NFL. Um, but I am a Ravens believer. Um, Lamar, MVP Lamar. And, yeah, I, I... I will say it does scare me that it's a divisional game a little bit because divisional games in the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen. You never know, but it, but it don't, but it does scare me because the Cleveland Browns are going in and winning this game in Baltimore. Yep, tomorrow never knows. Never. Like I said, the team who beats the Browns or the team who comes out of the Browns Texans is making a sneaky run, and that's what I have here. Yeah, Browns so the championship game against the Bills. Two starved franchises for a title, but. And then we will go to so we have different matchups here, I believe, because I have five and six. So I'd have Rams, Niners, and Cowboys, Eagles, whereas you would have this reseeded Cowboys, Eagles, or Cowboys and Lions, sorry, and Niners, Eagles. Yes, that is what that is the case. So we'll go go with you first. You can we'll we don't have to rip through these really quick, or we can rip through these really quick since we're different. Yeah, so Cowboys versus the Detroit Lions. I'm going to say God, this is probably the most evenly matched. Yeah, they, they already played and it was like a one point game because of a stupid call by the refs. Yeah, this is just gonna be pure personal bias. I'm gonna say uh Detroit Lions. Screw the Cowboys, <laughs> screw Mike McCarthy, screw Dak Prescott, screw Skip Bayless, and triple screw Jerry Jones. I want my Lions to win. I there's very few more toxic fan bases in the league um, than the Dallas Cowboys. And hey, they killed Kennedy. They don't deserve a Super Bowl. So <laughs> it's going to be Detroit. Okay. And your Eagles-Niners matchup? Yeah, uh, I got the 49ers. Okay. Because they have just too much talent. Um, so arrested. my matchup is Cowboys and Eagles. Uh, once again, divisional game scares me a little bit. And, but I really think it's like, I, I think you could coin flip who wins this game either way, but I really think the coin flip comes down to who's home team, who's road team. Home team is Cowboys. Cowboys are winning this game. It'll be close. It'll be like a shootout again, but Cowboys winning this game. It'll be like a, honestly might be like the playoff classic. But I could also see like a Cowboys blowout for whatever reason. But that's where I'm going with Cowboys to the conference championship where they will take on the San Francisco 49ers. I'm sorry, Rams. Once again, another divisional game. Could be scary. They don't have enough talent to keep up with the Niners, I will say. So we will have a Cowboys versus Niners NFC championship. Yeah. And you have... Cowboys, Rams, or Lions, sorry, and Niners. So, AFC Championship, we're still perfect on the AFC side. Who you got going to the Super Bowl? Bills or Browns? Man, the Cinderella run of the Cleveland Browns continues. Yeah. <laughs> because because Josh <laughs> Allen can't win in the, in the conference championship. He can't do it. Whether it's because of stupid kickoff rules in overtime, or because of other stuff, 
the Cleveland Browns are going to continue their Cinderella run. And Josh Allen is going to have one of those games he has like every three or four weeks where he just can't complete a pass. And he looks and he looks a little acoustic out there where he, where he goes like 10 and 19 with three picks and a fumble. So I am going to say the Cleveland Browns on on the strength of another four touchdown, two interception game of Joe Flacco with 334 yards to beat the Buffalo Bills, who are kind of a secondary team of mine. I, I like Bill. I like the Bills. I like their fan base. They're exciting. But this is going to be a fun playoffs for the Browns. They deserve it. Joe Flacco's been there before, right? Yeah. And in terms of arm strength, he hasn't lost very much. It's just his accuracy and being like 800 years old. That's he hasn't lost very much arm strength, mm-hmm. right? So he still has. He still has it. It's still deep he's, inside. He's got like a new level of like swagger to his game. Like I don't know if you just like saw the. Well, he's. I think it was fun. the Texans game when he torched him. Um, he, he just like was his ball fakes like on the handoffs were insane. He, he's just like dancing out of the pocket. He's avoiding sacks. It's it's well, weird. It's like dude, he's made, you're not supposed to move. You're 38. Yeah, well, he's made a shit ton of money. He's got a ring. He's playing because he loves football. He's playing for passion. He doesn't. He's not playing for anyone but himself. Now. He wants, he doesn't It'll, need to play. It's going to be really interesting because if if you have him going to the Super Bowl, I have him in the conference championship. Maybe in the Super Bowl, we don't know. But if they go on this kind of run with this, what the fuck do you do next year? Because you have all this money tied to Deshaun Watson. I think he retires. Joe Flacco? Flacco? Yeah, retire a champion. Well, what if they don't win? Well, then who knows? Like it'd be really interesting to see right, what they do. Maybe like maybe they just bring back Flacco and keep him as like. I can't imagine they do that. The backup and if it's going to be like if, if he if Deshaun struggles, he's just like, all right, Flacco, you're in. Go cook for us. Well, didn't the, the Eagles do the same thing with like Nick Foles? And because they were yeah. committed to Wentz. Yeah. And we all know how that turned out. Neither quarterback was good again. So, I don't know. I feel like if he wins, he's done for sure. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I I think this is going to be a really fun matchup because it's two teams whose fan bases kind of kind of need something like this, um, like a Super Bowl. They need a, at least appearance. They both been starved forever, but man, I I'm like I can't pick Joe Flacco over Josh Allen. I'm sorry, I yes. ha- I can't I can't do it. I really like the football the Bills are playing recently, minus their mid-game-ish. As, as uh, coordinated as Al-Qaeda, don't forget that. That's who they That's who they model their game after. That's sorry. who they want to be like. I'm sorry, Joseph. But yeah, I am rolling with the Bills to come out of the AFC and crush the hearts of Cleveland fans. But it's very good run for Cleveland, I will say, so. And your NFC champion will be either the Lions or the Niners. Who are you rolling with? Yeah, I went with my heart in the last one with uh, picking picking my Browns, uh, my bandwagon team over the Bills. This one I just can't. I can't do it. Um, it's going to be the Niners. They're just too talented. I was. I'm waiting for you to say, "Psych!" It's the it's the Lions, nope. bitch. Nope. <laughs> It's the Niners, bitch. I will say I'm gonna pull up a photo here. I know you can. I'll see if you can kind of see it. Um, it was my playoff bracket. Here we go. 
This is the what I want to happen playoff bracket. I can't see it, but it's okay. Nope. Or hold on. Maybe I should take my face away from the screen. Oh yeah. That would, what that's, I want. That's, that's that's the what I what I want to happen versus the what I think will happen bracket. Who would uh, I cheer for in that Super Bowl? Browns versus Lions. Who would I cheer for? Probably the Browns. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, it's weird because when it was Rams Bengals, I was kind of like I wanted the Bengals, my Bengals, to win. But I was very new into my Bengals bandwagon. I'll 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 not leave the audience listening. What my what I want to happen bracket is. So I have Bills over Steelers, Dolphins over Chiefs, Browns over Texans, uh, in the AFC, and then Dolphins beating the Ravens on the road, Browns beating the Bills on the road in the divisional, and then Browns beating the Dolphins to go on to the Super Bowl. Then I have Cowboys beating Packers, uh, Lions beating Rams, Eagles beating Bucks. Bucks over the Niners, Lions over the Cowboys, Lions to the Super Bowl to play the Browns, but the Browns win. Yeah. Um, So you have the Niners, you have the Browns Browns in the Super Bowl. I I hate doing this because I hate this team so much, but I can't do it. This pains me to say, but the, the, the San Francisco 49ers are getting knocked out, bitch. Dallas to the Super Bowl. Fuck these. I hate both teams, to be honest. I really could not care who makes it here. I just would be rooting for the other team to lose. But fuck me. I hate the Niners. I am never picking them to the Super Bowl. Give me the Cowboys. Upset on the road. It would be pure comedy if the Dallas Cowboys bulldoze their way to the Super Bowl only to lose. There be a few funnier things in sports. To be history. honest, it's it's pure comedy that I'm picking a Dallas versus Buffalo Super Bowl, like two just snake bitten franchises. <laughs> that would just be so funny to watch Skip Bayless like lose his mind. Oh, Rudin Super Bowl, Dak Prescott, he's the greatest. I know I've shit on him just about every year in the history of his career. Oh, oh we're gonna win, we're gonna win, and then they just get fucking destroyed by Joe Flacco. <laughs> that would be right. so Super Bowl. Browns versus Niners. Joseph, who wins? And don't say the Niners because I will be mad at you. Oh, Nathan Maley. It's just, it's days like today where I really appreciate my wealth of sports knowledge. Because, you know, I'm just always right. I'm always right. And it's days like today where as I get this word salad out, as I'm still trying to think of who I think is going to win. You know, sometimes you go with your heart. I think it was Leonardo DiCaprio who said in Titanic, bitch, go with your heart. And then he died. Do I want to be like Jack Dawson in Titanic? Or do I want to be like Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he just kills people and has fun? I think I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. (laughs) Solely for my own entertainment. Solely for my own entertainment, they are a vastly inferior team in just about every single way to the San Francisco 49ers. There is no logic behind this decision. This is predictions. I am an NFL casual. I don't know hardly any of the Cleveland Browns on defense, but that is A-OK because they have elite quarterback Joe Flacco, who's going to put up another four touchdown, two interception, 350 yards, sacked four times. David Njoku is going to go off for 170 yards and three touchdowns. And Brock Purdy is going to go 
and go back to his parents' house or wherever he lives, and he's going to probably come in second place for MVP. And Christian McCaffrey's going to get two touchdowns and go back to being with that um, Victoria's Secret model he's with. Sad, because the San Francisco 49ers can't win the big game. I've seen it twice in my life with Kaepernick and then with Jimmy Garoppolo. Elite quarterback Joe Flacco is going to win right off into the sunset, and then the Browns are going to go 4-13 and 13 the next season. You know who Kaepernick also couldn't beat? Richard Sherman? L-O-B. L-O-B. But yeah. Was that the year they won or lost? Won. Okay. You know who Ricardo Lockett couldn't beat? Don't Malcolm think. Butler. Don't no. bring in Ricardo Lockett. Yeah. Ricardo yeah. Lockett. Hold on, had hold on. Very quickly, game. very quickly. What is he doing on the field? I looked up his stats yesterday purely for my own amusement. The guy had 22 career catches. Well, okay, no, Ricardo Lockett had a... Dude, he had a career-ending neck injury. Well, okay, yes, but to that point, to that point in his career, this guy was, what, like the number four receiver? Yeah, Curse Baldwin Baldwin and that Chris Matthews guy. That year, yeah. Well, why are you throwing in the first place? Goal line package. If you decide to throw the ball... Why are you thrown into this to this nobody? But anyway. Goal line package, I guess I don't know. You don't throw to Ricard. Wasn't even open. He was. Throw No, he wasn't. He jumped it, the route. It, if Russ throws that ball slightly more inside, it's a it's a touchdown. We win the Super Bowl. Or if Ricardo Lockett just expects contact. But he didn't, so. Oh, he was very weak on that ball. Yeah. He was very weak. Like like Malcolm Butler's not a big guy and he just smoked him. Yeah. He was so strong on that ball. Um That leaves me with a Cowboys versus Bills Super Bowl. The two snake bin franchises. And you know what, Joseph? As much as it pains me to say, something is in the air for the Dallas Cowboys this year. I have never picked the Cowboys to go deep. I never do. I always know they choke, but something smells different this year. Give me the Dallas Cowboys to win the Super Bowl or the Bills. Okay. Interesting. I mean, the, there's no precedent to that. The Cowboys can't win any, but hey, who's your MVP? Super Bowl MVP? No, the Pepsi Halftime Show MVP. Yes, the Super Bowl MVP. Uh... Come on, it's the quarterback. It's always no. I'll go. I'll go. Michael Parsons makes a big okay. play late, solidifies it. Has his, like a couple, like a sack or two earlier, and then makes a like maybe gets a big sack to win it or a forced fumble to close it out. Yeah, my Super Bowl MVP is of course Joe Flacco. Yeah, of course. Um, speaking speaking of which, I I wanted to bring this up because you mentioned it earlier, Purdy finishing second MVP. Is per should Purdy be? MVP favorite on his team over Christian McCaffrey? Uh, no. Thank you. I think this is a... I The MVP award is just stupid, I find. It always just goes to the quarterback. Like, remember yeah. a couple of years ago, Cooper Cup had, like, the triple crown, like, the best wide receiver season, like, in yeah. history, and it wasn't close. And he, like, came in, like, fourth or fifth or something. He wasn't even close to MVP. I'm gonna, uh, I want to pull up McCaffrey stats here. Uh, he had. I hate. I hate that award. It's stupid. Fourteen hundred fifty-nine rushing yards. 
along with 564 receiving yards. He had over 2,000 all-purpose yards. Bro, Chris Johnson got 2,000 yards in one season. That's not even like, okay, 2,000 yards all-purpose, that's great. But that's not, in terms of running back seasons, Christian McCaffrey's had better seasons than that. Yes, I'm but sure he, he also was like rushing, like he was scoring like every Bro, touchdown. Nathan. I think he almost had like 100 receptions as a running back. Nathan, Austin Eckler's had better seasons than that. Do you want do you want like the full rundown on Jeffrey Stats? He had no, I know he had like 18 touchdowns. 67 receptions as a running back is absurd for 560. Seven touchdowns. Um Bro, Darren Sproles had more than that. He was averaging 5.4 yards carry, 1459 yards for 14 rushing touchdowns. Yeah, great season. He's not an MVP candidate, in my opinion. I think he is based off the fact that there really is no MVP candidate this year. Like, I don't think That's like weird. Lamar winning MVP. I think he deserves it for being the best quarterback on the best team. I hate how it goes like that, but it's kind of how it goes like that. So I understand it. And Lamar has had a good year. I will give him that. Is it quite the numbers prime unanimous MVP Lamar put up? No, but he's matured as a thrower. I will say well, his touchdowns are the down. quarterback. The quarterback playing the NFL, in my opinion, hasn't been this bad in a long time. Which is weird to say because, like, athletes are better than they've ever been. I was no, I was looking like I was looking at my list and I was tweaking it a little bit. I'll do a full tweak after the draft and free agency and stuff once we kind of know who every team's starter is. But there's so many like above average starters, but they're technically just below average because. Like, like I'll I'll pull it up for you. Exa- for example, um, like, like I had Jared Goff as my seventeenth ranked quarterback. Huh. Like, interesting. I I might change it a little bit. Like, there still might be other guys to drop, fall and drop, but it's like Jared Goff was at seventeen for me, and I find that very hard to believe. Like. So, but yeah, I don't think quarterback. Like, remember, like Peyton Manning was throwing like sixty touchdowns. That was like what ten years ago. That was uh, wasn't that long. It's like twenty thirteen. Yeah, you know what year that was. Oh yeah, forty three. Cooked him in the Super Bowl. He didn't know what the LLB was. He found. But no one remembers that because I feel like that's one of the most forgotten Super Bowls. Because everyone, no one likes to blow a Super Bowl game. Well, and because the dynasty was derailed yeah that too i don't think i've ever seen a quarterback get less blame for an interception in a big moment than russell wilson yeah but anyway that, that make that yep yeah, yep yeah. honestly imagine if it was tony romo he would have been crucified yeah he would have been he would have been kennedy in dallas actually it was really interesting to see um i saw a tweet by russ they he was at like a i think it was a party with like a bunch of the old seahawks players uh, to celebrate like Pete Carroll, I, I found that hilarious because it's like I thought one, I like Sherm was there. I thought Sherm hates him. I still probably think he does. He was just like, kind why of would like, Richard Sherman hate Pete Carroll? He made Richard no, no, Sherman. no. He no, no, no. Richard Sherman hates Russell Wilson. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of the old players well, from that team probably because like, he might just be the corniest person on the history of the earth. Yeah. Imagine um, what it would be like spending a full year with that guy. And but yeah, I thought Russ wasn't liked by Pete Carroll really either. But they were there; they were hanging out. They got a photo together. So 
Maybe they, they just put their shit aside for a day. Maybe Russ is coming back to Seattle this offseason. <laughs> no. No. You're getting Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not going anywhere. He's on the worst contract in the league. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. No. Derek Carr's is worse. Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito has like the cheapest contract in the league. He's undrafted, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Super Bowl. Browns, they're winning. Okay. They're winning. Let's move, let's, let's, uh, let's move on. We'll go. Oh, my power just flickered. So if I die, if oh. I go out, that's why. We'll go to... Uh, like, 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 we'll go to Siakam uh, trade talk. Now, we'll start with OG trade because we haven't talked about it yet. We I kind of know your thoughts about it, but go ahead. Say your thoughts. What a win-win trade. Yeah, I agree. Both teams got exactly what they wanted. I liked OG for a long time. I felt he was a little overrated by Raptors fans. He wasn't part of the 2019 championship. Sorry, um, I was drinking water, cool but yes, I had, my thumb, I had my thumbs up to OG was overrated by Raptors fans. Yeah. Um, I thought great player, great two-way player. I'll never forget that shot against Boston that he hit. Um, always was great at both ends of the floor. Arguably the second best defender in the history of the franchise behind Kawhi. Um, you think, great you player. Think, you, think, you think he's better? You think we can call OG a better defender than Kawhi? I think we can. No. no. I think we can. No. No. He's maybe, maybe like if you're going like how, depending on how you weigh longevity, if you want to go that way. Mm-hmm. But in terms of raw talent, not a fucking chance. He's yeah. a better defender than Kawhi. Hey, what do you think? Uh, what you don't think? Uh, Dikembe Mutombo or not Dikembe Mutombo? Um, Kim Olajuwon is the best defender in Raptors. Yeah, first one washed up here. No, <laughs> but yeah, great player for a long time. He was consistent. Another draft and develop story by the Raptors that they had in their mid 2010s when every draft pick they made worked. Now every draft pick they make fails. <laughs> but um, but yeah, Barnes he, hasn't failed. Okay, well. If you screw up a fourth overall pick, then you're an idiot. Unless you're, you pick like Dragon Vendor. <laughs> um, but like, my my God, like he was so good for so long. But the problem with OG Ananobi was if he was like every two months, we hear about, oh, he's unhappy. Oh, he wants a bigger role. Oh, this. Oh, that. I don't want to guard centers anymore. I want I want more driving opportunities. Like, my God, Ananobi, you're a great player, but you are no more than a number three. That's what the number three on your jersey stands for. Third option. That's what you are. You are no more than that. You are no more. And hey, you're going to make a shit ton of money as a great 3 and D versatile wing. And he's he's learning it in New York. He is the third option there too. What do you know? He's behind Brunson. He's behind Rand. So he's, he's basically in the same role he was here. Guard the opponent's best players. Make a shit ton of money. Get your 17 points, five rebounds, and two steals a game. I will say with that third role thing, I think part of it for him I, I get the feeling that part of it for him was he's a third role and he's playing in Toronto. Like oh, not on. many he's, players want to play. He's British. Toronto. He's British. What does he care about Canada versus America? But I, I don't know. Like players. Like, uh, I, yeah, in general, that's true. Yes. But I don't think with Anadobi. Now he gets he to play in New York, big market, nice market. Like, also with Anadobi, he might be the weirdest NBA player I've ever encountered. Did you like see so his? Uh, did you see his post game interview for the Knicks the other night? Yeah, like they they interviewed him on the court and like for the and over the PA so that like everyone could hear, and all of his answers were the shortest things ever. It was like, yeah, the energy in here was great tonight. <laughs> like, 
he's he's weird. He's a weirdo. He doesn't like talking to the media, and that's fine. That's how he rolls. Mm-hmm. But yeah, great player, very overrated. He was never a number one. He was never a number two, and he wasn't a part of the championship team. Mm-hmm. I have God. This is gonna sound so. This is gonna sound so weird. I have more affection for Danny Green than I have for OG Ananobi. Cumulative. Wow. Well, okay, hold on. Now I take that back. Danny Green had a lot of fuck ups in his time. I'm okay. This is a better comparison. I have more affection for Norman Powell than I have for OG Ananobi. Huh. Like I think Norman Powell wasn't better, but he was more. His flame burned brighter than OG Ananobi when he was here. Huh. Now uh, to the players, they just hold on. Now yeah. for the players, they received. I've been an Emmanuel Quickly fan for years since he was drafted. I wanted the Raptors to pick him up somehow, some way. I thought he was excellent in a reserve role in New York. He was great when he was, when he got starting minutes. And in the small sample size of his Raptors tenure, he's been great. He's fast as fuck. He can shoot. He can score on the inside. And he's got a little bit of passing game. He's a good combo guard. And he's going to get a chance to be the franchise point guard here. Like, is this the next Kyle Lowry where a guy gets picked up from where he wasn't starting, where he wasn't um, a star player and becomes a franchise legend? Maybe. I mean... Do you see his player's Tribune article he wrote where he's like, thanks for the opportunity. This is it. This is, I want to take great advantage of this or some paraphrase. Yeah, I read like a little bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'm excited to see what he can bring. And I'm excited to see what RJ Barrett can bring as well because he yeah, has contract isn't great. And yeah, he's basically um, can, Canadian DeMar Rosen in terms of efficiency, but he can shoot better than DeMar. He can pass a little bit. He can defend a little bit and he's Canadian. So you got that for marketing purposes. Who knows? Maybe he can be a number two on a decent team. Yeah. But yeah, uh, win-win trade. I'm very um, happy. With it. I'll go over, and over my OG thing. Yeah, like I said, don't know if he wanted to be a number three in Toronto. If he's a number three elsewhere, it's fine. And now he gets to go to New York. He'll get a bag from New York. They'll pay him. Um, So I I like it for the Knicks, and they've done well so far. Like, what are the teams com- – well, before the Raptors played in L.A., I think they were, like, 7-1, and one, the two teams combined, in their seven – their eight games. Like, they each – I don't know. But now it's, like, 7-3, and three, but the Knicks also probably played – I don't know. In terms of the Raptors' return, when I first saw it, I was disappointed with the lack of draft capital they got, especially this year not having – their own first round pick unless it falls inside the top six and the next year you won't have a first. Yeah. So it hurt a little bit, but I was very unfamiliar with Quickly's game. Quickly is nice. Quickly Thank is you. good. I, I re- really like him. Um yes, I think he could be like a point guard next to Scotty. And he's not like a ball dominant point guard, which is kind of nice. Like he play off ball. That was a combo and, guard. Yeah. And that's that's really nice because you kind of need someone like that for Scotty because Scotty's going to need the ball in his hands to be effective. Be effective, I think, eventually down the line. Pascal already needs the ball in his hands to be effective. RJ Barrett also might need the ball in his hands a little bit, but I feel like RJ. I don't Barrett... think he does. I think he can just hang out in the corner and shoot, and then do his left-handed layups the whole time. I think RJ Barrett's team. likely going to be a three. Like if he can be a three for us, I'd, yeah, it'd like be lovely. Him. Yeah, be lovely. I have hope for RJ Barrett still. Like, I know he hasn't lived up to the draft hype, but he went third overall that draft in the Duke boys and everything. But I have hope for him still. I don't know if, like, maybe it's just changed scenery and playing in New York's really tough market. Now he gets to come home to Canada. 
home city in Toronto. I got hope that he can still become like a solid, good NBA player. Really I know Knicks fans hate him, but I don't think they hate him. I just think they, they hate him. No, they hate him. Trust me, they hate him. Really, this like, team. dude, this guy is so average. <laughs> yeah, well, he is average. But riddle me this, as Edward Enigma would say. I've got to be careful saying that. Um, riddle me this. Who has been a bigger disappointment? R.J. Barrett or Zion Williamson? I thought you were going to say, well, I thought you were going to say John Morant a little bit too, to be honest. No, not John Morant when, when he plays is fantastic. Sure. Um, I guess you have to say Zion. Yeah, because he's okay. When Stephen A. Smith did that tweet the other day, I, I thought he was talking you, about Zion. Bastard. Oh I my god, he's Zion. gonna kill Zion on live TV. You're gonna talk about Jason Whitlock. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh who, no, who is Jason Whitlock? By the way, like, I actually don't he's know. like a former player, he's like some alt right conspiracy theorist, like doing that Michelle Obama's transgender bullshit that mm. some of those idiots peddle, like, just, just weird, weird deep south American shit. But yeah, good trade for both teams. I'm excited. And moving into Siakam quickly. Um, ah, Siakam. Uh, we can we can ease up. We don't have to rush time wise. I think we can take our. I, I kind of want to make this a bigger segment ish. I got a lot okay. of thoughts I'd like to say. We could cook got up something some you can say in three minutes and fifty two seconds about anything. Um, was there anything else you wanted to? Say? I, let's quickly go over the rest of the league before we move on to Siakam. I feel like. Uh, the Pistons still suck. <laughs> oh, you know what was funny? I saw, I saw that um, if the Pistons, I saw someone's like, imagine they the can, Pistons lose another twenty-eight. They games can tie it. They they can still like break their and own record. Guess what? Guess who would they play that twenty-ninth game? The Raptors. Yeah. Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> Can you imagine they lose another twenty-eight games and beat the Raptors? Oh my god, that'd be god. so funny. I didn't know they played yeah. the Raptors at the end, but uh. They they suck. They, like they, I think they're on average. Like they were on a went on like a five or six game losing streak. It might be seven now. Uh, ever since that Raptors game, and yeah, in in they that go. average, like they were averaging one hundred and thirty points given up a game. Yeah, they can't defend. They can't do anything. Yeah. Their rotation sucks. They got no shooters. At least none. Um. Did did you? I don't know if you saw. I my buddy Connor texted me this, but. Uh, the Bucks were absolutely destroying the Celtics today. Yeah, they won 135-102. Uh, at halftime, it was 75-38. Ouch. Yeah, it was a massacre. Um, not good, not good. I'm trying to think what else is going on around the league. Paul Burton's injured. I hope. I oh, hope he's okay. actually, I got, I got a good, I got a good segment for you. If the OKC Thunder, they've arrived. They, they're good now. Now they yes. have all this draft capital and these young guys. Do they go trade for a star? Yes or no? And if so, who is said star? Okay, this isn't gonna happen. But I can think of few funnier things than the Oklahoma City Thunder blowing all this draft capital and all their prospects. To bring in Kevin Durant. I, I, I was never really heading that way. Can you imagine how funny that would be? And then he like requests a trade when they lose in the second round. 
<laughs> like I'll be that'll be so so funny to me. Yeah, I've th- I mean I've heard that kicked around. I heard that like Thunder fans don't want him back though. Um, no, no why would you? Twitter he's like thirty-five. Kicked off that they don't want him back. He's a, he's a known cancer. Um, he's a malcontent. He's a known cancer. Why would you bring that in? He's a what? Sorry? He's not going to be the number one. He's a what? Sorry. He's not going to be the number one. No, but what is he, like you? What are you talking about, Nathan? He's not going to be the number one. No, I know that. Oh, my internet's all fucked. Yeah, your internet is tweaking out, but but he said like you you compared him to somebody. Who'd you compare him to? Durant. Yeah. I don't. I didn't. I didn't compare him to anyone. I just said um, he's not going to be the number one on the team. Okay. I. I. I that's going to be Shea. Um. OKC should make a trade. I think. I think it's time. To who they go get. You likely need a small forward, I think. Like a natural fit small forward. Uh, I guess they got Jalen Will. No. No. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they move up Giddy, to be honest. They have Nathan, if, if if it's proven in a court of law, they have to move up. Yeah. I would say Giddy would be their guy, like their young guy they move. Chet stays. Both Jalen Williams probably stay. Maybe they go get a center, to be honest. Yeah, Holmgren's he can't play center with his body. I'm I'm trying to think who's gonna be on the block. Let's look at some bad teams quick. Like um, who what would what would work? Um why am I drawing a blank here? But maybe maybe you want to go after Jared Allen if Cleveland decides that Donovan Mitchell's not gonna stick around if they want to blow it up. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Admittedly, this NBA season hasn't riveted me very much. Would they go after, like, Kyle Kuzma? I hope not. He's not very good. No, I know, but... And he's... Capella, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Um, But things with Kyle Kuzma, in terms of just raw intelligence, he might be the dumbest motherfucker in, in the league. Like, did you see the stuff where he was, like, with the Detroit Pistons? And he's like, oh, you just don't want to be the team that loses to them. Like, my guy, you're, like, 5-27. and 27. You're barely better. Would they overpay to get Mikhail Bridges off the nets? Is he the one with domestic, or is that the other one? The Beth Miles. Okay. Yeah, they could. I mean, depending on what where the nets go. I find this one a little less unlikely, since the Pelicans are doing solid, but Brandon Ingram... Yeah, maybe. I love Brandon. He's one of my favorite players. Um, Jonas Valanciunas? Maybe. Nah, I can't see it. I don't know. It's interesting. Like the, there's a lot of just like solid teams right now, but not enough like bad teams, I feel like. And the really bad teams are just really bad. Yeah. Like James Wiseman? Hornets, Hornets <laughs> Wizards, uh, Pistons, Spurs, Trailblazers. And then... I didn't think the Grizzlies would be this bad, but they are. Well, not entirely their fault. Yeah, not too. All right, Pascal Siakam trade ideas. So he's getting traded. I don't want to uh, trade. Actually, I don't want to trade him. I don't want to trade him. See, I'm almost at the point where Siakam 
is going to dictate where he gets traded, and that's going to hurt their package because he's going to say, yeah. "I'm not trade me. If you're going to trade me, trade me here because I will sign an extension." Well, first yeah. of all, just quickly, what an insult to trade him in a package for flipping Harrison Barnes. Who? No, might- that's not happening. God no. I know, I know, but like, what, what an insult it would be. If they were taking on Harrison Barnes, you can say give us Keegan Murray too. But I think the Kings don't want to do that because they know Siakam's not going to resign. Man, just, so, just keep him. Just, just keep him. Just keep him. He's not that old. Here's what I'm thinking. So he's your package is going to be significantly lower because no one's going to want him unless they he signs an extension. So why, honestly, do you not just sign into extensions, kick this can later down the road when you'll have he'll have better trade value when he's on a long-term deal Yeah, and he doesn't have to dictate where he wants to go? Give them a season of quickly Barnes and Siak with a proper center where okay. they're not playing whatever that um, John T. Porter, even though he looks pretty good. Like give, him like give him a proper year where everyone's healthy. Darko will be another year better. I just want one year to see if it works. I will say this though: you cannot go past the trade deadline without having, with Siakam still on the team and him not being signed to an extension. If you sign him to an extension, it's fine by me. It means you're probably just like, okay, let's keep this for a little longer. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, we'll trade you, get a better return. Because I really, what I think right now, they're probably going to get a first, a young player, and salary. And I think Siakam is worth more than that, if you ask me. Worth way more than that. Yeah. Like, you see all the stuff about American media discovering how good OG Ananobi is now that he's in New York, (laughs) how good his defense is. It would be triple that for Siakam. Yeah. Probably one of the most underappreciated players in the league in terms of, like, worldwide recognition. Like, maybe people forget how good he's been since 2019. Let's let's go over top five locations for Siakam to get traded. And let's kind of okay. assess package and let's... Well, yeah, I don't know if I can list five, but I can definitely give you number one, and that's Indiana. Indiana's one for sure. I think it would be like Buddy Heald. Um, Matherin. Either Matherin or who's their... Uh, Jairus Walker is the other one. Um, and then... First round pick or something like that. They need another salary player, I believe, in there to make it work. TJ McCall might do it. Yeah, um, I don't need the salaries. I'm gonna, that, but... I'm gonna pull up ESPN's traded analyzer right now. I just don't want to trade him. I just don't want to trade him unless I'm getting someone tangibly good back. Like we caved to Kyle Lowry, and I love Kyle Lowry. He wanted to go to the Heat, so we made that happen. We intentionally chose a worse, a worse package in return to give Lowry what he wanted. Like, I'm, the rumor is they could have had Maxi if they sent him to Philadelphia. Instead, we were we traded him for Precious Achua, who had his moments, but might have had the worst basketball IQ I've ever seen, and my least favorite basketball player of all time, Goran Dragic. Like, let's not make the same mistake here. Let's, if you're going to trade him, get something good in return, please. Keegan Murray, Benedict Matherin. Um, Tyrese Alford. healed DJ McConnell and Benedict Matherin does work for trade. Yeah. Um, Bruce Brown could be another player that comes our way. Don't know how likely that'd be, though. Uh, Obi Toppin, maybe for salary. 
Aaron Nesmith wouldn't be a bad pickup either, to be honest. Um, yeah. And then who's Aaron, there? Where's Josh like, Walker? Just uh, in the G League. Get I'm someone top tier back. Pascal oh, Siakam is has given so much to this franchise. He's improved so much, and we're diddle daddling within with these rinky dink flares. Like. Harrison Barnes, like that was that insulted me that rumor came up that they can even considered trading him for Harrison Barnes. I think if you if they're getting Harrison Barnes, they want Keegan Murray. They're not getting Keegan Murray. I know they're not, but if if we're getting Harrison Barnes, you better say give us Keegan Murray or we're not doing this. So I don't think they can get Keegan Murray. All right, number two, and we're we'll I guess we'll. Like we're ranking it by like pieces, but because it's really like we're gonna get it back salary, we're gonna get a young player and probably a first. That's probably what I think every trade's gonna be. Golden State Warriors, I think, are definitely number two on this list. Hell no, I don't want Jonathan Kaminga. I I hate to say it, but like they're on this list. I don't want Jonathan Kaminga. Guys, I think it's like I think it's Wiggins. I think it's Kuminga, and I think it's probably like. Oh. Like Gary Payton, Thompson Robinson, or whatever his name is. Um, what's that center's game? He's got like a double last name. Jackson Davis. Yeah, Jackson Davis. He's only making like one point one mil, so that wouldn't work. Salary? Oh, uh, maybe work actually. I might off myself in front of everyone if it's Wiggins and Kaminga. No. Back. Oh, sorry. Because I didn't even add Siakam. Because uh, Wiggins is terrible. He's Greg completely Jack falling Mills. off the face of the planet. And do we really want? Do we really want under Stanley Johnson? Because that's what Jonathan Kaminga is. He's not very good. People just look at his draft pedigree and how hyped he was, and like, oh, Warriors got a steal. Like he, he doesn't really do anything. He's just another six foot eight big who can't shoot and is a decent defender. The trade of Wiggins, Looney, and Kaminga. Hell no! Works. Oh my God, Nathan, that 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 trade reeks. Dude, they're all gonna suck though. Who else no. would like Gary Payton instead? Don't trade with the Warriors. Why are we trading with the Warriors? Why are we helping? Actually, them? maybe we could maybe we could snag Moses Moody. Would that work? Yep. Moses Bro, Moody we're take Chris Paul if we do this. Actually, Chris Paul is another piece that could get traded in that, yeah. And he ain't playing here. He's getting bought out. Yeah, probably. No, don't trade with the Warriors. Um Thunder. Let's go team number three. Thunder. You think Thunder? Yeah, I could I could see it. I don't think it would be very smart for them, but I could see it. See, I think the Thunder are going to mo- offer more of a draft pick type package. Davis Bertans definitely has to come in return for salary. I would think Lou Dort honestly has to come in return for salary as well. I'm on board. I love Lou Dort. Or would they... Davis yeah. Bertans, Lou Dort, and Josh Giddy. Uh, a year ago, I would be pretty happy with that, but I don't want Josh Giddy on the Raptors. Who's the like young guy you think they'd you'd want? Mark Williams. I don't, I don't like Josh Giddy's fit on the Raptors either, to be honest. Who's like, the other one? Mark Williams. You mean J- Jalen Williams? Isn't there like a center named Mark Williams on that team? That's on Charlotte. Um, who am I thinking of? Um, center. Give me someone young and good on that team. Uh, there's Pukasevsky, Case, and Wallace. Oh, I like Pukasevsky. I uh, kind of forgot about him. Jim Williams, Trey Mann. Yeah, I'd like, I wouldn't mind Poku. 
Okay, we'll see. He was like a god in like 2K21. Yeah, it works. Um, I don't know. I think I think a Siakam Thunder trade is less likely. I think if the Thunder are going to make a trade, they should go out and get like a bona fide superstar to pair with Shea. And I don't think Siakam's that. I'm sorry. Hmm, interesting. Um, other teams he could be traded for Dallas Mavericks. That's definitely. One. I was about to say that. Um, like this you one, take Dwight Powell, Tim Brad. Hardaway. Ugh, sadly, salary. Well, they uh, don't even have any good young players. No, it'd have to be. They don't have anyone. Josh Green. Ugh. No. Jaden Hardy. I like Jaden Hardy, but I uh, think it'd be Josh Green, and I think it'd probably be like Maxi Kleba for salary. Yeah, I'd rather not send him to Dallas. I don't like the Dallas's package unless they can give us a couple first. Um, let's not trade him unless it's a good package. Yeah, we won't get a good package unless yeah. he's signed to an extension because he's not going to sign anywhere unless he. Um, last team, I guess. Where's another spot he could go? There really isn't very many other attractive options. I don't think like Orlando. I... The only other one I th- no Orlando's not gonna make a good move. They have Franz and they have Paulo. They're fine. The only other one I see, to be honest, it's a more out there ish kind of trade. What to the Atlanta Hawks for Dejounte Murray? No fit. First of all, he doesn't fit the team. But I they like they have a point guard. We have a point guard. We have we don't need another yes, he's a good player. But I just don't want to trade him unless it's for a young blue chip player. Yeah, that's fair. John T. Murray's not that. He's not that anymore. There'd be there need to be more salary involved. So maybe Patty Mills gets done. Patty Mills. The Hawks are over the wood. And we know Raptors are six million aren't from this trade. So another like six mil. Ugh. It'd have to be like a pl- huge like player swap. Like, oh yeah, a trade like this is actually really hard to be honest. I don't know how you'd make a trade like this work because they're not really close in salary. Yeah, but so out of those five, Atlanta's package of. We'll say DeJounte Murray, because I could see that like a little flippity flop for those two. Yeah, if I had to pick but a team. We got Dallas package. We got Golden State's package of like Kuminga. We got because I don't think he's going Sacramento anymore, which sucks, but uh we got Indiana and we have uh what was the Sacramento. OKC. Did we say Sacramento? Okay. Yeah, um I don't really unless let's say he signs and they trade him, then sure I'll take Keegan Murray. I'll take Benedict Matherin. But all those other ones are just ass. I really don't like Jonathan Kaminga. That's, really that's why I think you sign him and kick the can down the road. Yep. Let's give this core one last shot. And then if it doesn't work, you trade everyone outside of Scotty Barnes and quickly. And I guess Barrett, but you're yeah, not trading. You, you build around those three. That's the new core, right? That's your new Lowry. That's your new DeRozan and Lowry right there. Siak or Barnes and Mm-hmm. So let's give it one more shot with Siakam, sign him, and then we trade him. 
I do really like the idea of getting either Matherin, Jairus Walker, or an Aaron Nesmith from the Pacers, to be honest. Like, that does really intrigue me. Yeah. Uh, can I, can they do it? Yes, absolutely. But he, it probably not unless Siakam's going to sign. So, it's really, Pascal gets to dictate where he wants to go. And I yeah. don't know where Pascal wants to go, to be honest. I think he honestly wants to stay in Toronto. But, oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, we'll see what they decide to do. If I were to pick a package, Indiana, yes. Probably out of the most realistic. I would still love it if it was the Kings of taking on a package of... Let me pull up the Kings just so I can see. I would be fine with Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray. Probably Kevin Herter also has to go, or Malik Monk, either or. Um, that I'm fine with the package like that. I I'm fine eating Barnes's contract for another three years at seventeen mil. But I don't know. I I, I just just don't trade him. Just sign him and take the can take the can down the road. It's my, kind of where I'm at because I don't think they're gonna get full value for him, and you should be getting full value for him. Yeah. Okay. Um, you got it. Unless you got a really wild card deep sleeper that you think could make a trade on Siakam. No, not really. Like unless unless you um Pat Riley calls you up and it's like, yo, here's Tyler Hero. Can't see that happen. Well, it's it's not going to, but that'd be pretty interesting. How about I got a really weird one for you. What if he wants to go team up with Fred Van Vliet again in Houston? First of all, that, that pairing doesn't work. We've seen it. <laughs> Unless you have Kawhi. So that would be stupid for any GM to do. And unless we're getting like Jalen Green back, which isn't happening. I don't want they, to do they, might, they might not be sold on Jalen Green. What, are they going to choose Dylan Brooks over him? <laughs> well, I, I would, I would assume a package would probably be like Jalen. Reggie Bullock, Jalen Green, Jeff Green? Maybe. Wait, for Siakam, is that works? Yeah, it works. Yeah, I'll be missed. Uh, that's not Because they also he's, do he's not going anywhere. Thompson on the bench. He's not going anywhere just yet. Yeah. Or you can get Shangun from him. I'd love Shangun, but... That's not happening either. I know. He I can't know. play a small ball center for long stretches. I've seen that. Seattle. Oh, yeah. So no, I don't want I don't want Hey, what do you mean? They got Boban Boban, man. Oh come on. He can play center. I think he's still there. Yeah, he is. Yeah, for the retirement home. <laughs> uh all right. I think that wraps up what we want to say. Yes, sir. Let's go let's go Browns. Yeah, prove me wrong. Win the Super Bowl. Prove, prove Joe right. right. Win the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco right off into the sunset. I I, I got a feeling though. Whoever wins that Browns Texans game, they're gonna they're gonna win in the second round. That's just my take. Yeah, maybe. Might just be one of those words like the the Oilers in the NHL. Whoever wins that series wins the cup. It's happened two straight years. Colorado then Vegas. Um, I'm just reading a tweet. Um, 
Dolly Wall was saying the cost of Jake Gensel is a first top prospect and player. Oh, quickly. Um, you won't be so funny. They say, yo, uh, Kyle Dubas, do you want Andre Kuzmenko a first round pick and Elias Pettersson? Hell yeah, I would. And then you send the defenseman Elias Pettersson. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do that. I do Patterson Kuzmenko in the first. For Gensel? Yeah. Yep, yeah, maybe. Kuzmenko. I, I, I had a very under the radar thought idea. Well, maybe not under the radar, but yeah, I texted my buddy, my buddy. He's like, you know what? I kind of like it too. And I kind of thought of it too. Joel Eric's neck. Cost a lot. It would cost a lot, yeah, for sure. But just thought, because we, I, I'd rather. I'm, I'm at the point where I think I'd rather see them go get a second line center, and just keep the lot of line together. Oh, I'd love. That. We we all want that. Yeah. And um, it's going to be Kuzmenko going out there. And lastly, before we end this off, I this isn't really going to get applied to the episode, but Vladimir Guerrero and the Blue Jays are going to arbitration. Did you see my tweet? I did not actually. I hate okay. Vlad stunk last year. I don't care that he had twenty four home runs, whatever it was, and his batting average was okay. He had a shitty season. Yep. However, taking doing file and trial in the MLB in the year two thousand twenty four is just archaic. For those who don't know, file and trial is an arbitration process. You give them your number, they give you theirs, and if they don't take your number, you're like, Okay, we're going to trial. We're going to arbitration. There's no negotiation after that. That is just so stupid. That is a one-way ticket to ruining your relationship with your player. How many times did Marcus Stroman go to arbitration and whine and complain about it afterwards? He must have done that at least three times with the Blue Jays. Yeah, that sounds right. Like, like I, I hate it. Why go to arbitration if you don't have to? Why? Like, like we all know Vlad's probably not going to end his career as a Blue Jay. But this is going to hasten the process. Like, in that arbitration hearing, what are they going to say to him? Hey, Vlad, you've had one good season, one elite season. Can you do it again? Uh, I don't know. So this is why we should give you $17 million instead of $20 million he wants. Like, it was literally a $1 million difference. Just round up. Mm. It's not going to make or break anything. I will I will say, uh, yeah, it's looking less and less likely that Vlad's going to sign long-term. But I do like the fact that they were able to, like, they just got rid of the process with Bo, able to come to an agreement with him, which gives me some more hope that they'd be able to sign him. Does Bo really want to stay in Toronto? I don't think so, to be no, honest. No, he's going free agency. But we'll see. Yeah. We will see. That uh, will wrap up this episode. If you got this far, congratulations. I don't know how you would, but... My immaculate charisma. Your immaculate grid? Yeah, I've done much of that recently. Oh, I, I've been I've been doing it a little bit. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow morning. Wake up. All right. It. I'll smoke you in it like I always do. Nah, you don't smoke me anymore. What are you talking about? I actually got like a like a th- score of 30 or something in Puck Dooku the other day. Have I or played Doku. yet today? Hold on, I'll look it up very quickly. I know oh. I haven't. Okay, I got 76 today. No All more. right, I'll, I'll hop off after this and I'll beat you in it. Watch. Okay. All 76. Right. PK Subban. What? PK Oh, I get it. That, yeah, that wraps up this episode. Got this far. Congratulations. We will see you in the next episode. Well, you, you might not see Joseph in the next episode. That might be a possibility. But you'll see me in the next episode, like always. Farewell. Peace out. Uh-oh.